Hello everyone, thanks for tuning in to Talks with Tatiana. Today's episode concludes season one of Talks with Tatiana, so I will be having a recap on some of the episodes I've done, my recap of the year 2020, and overall reflection of the podcast in this year, talking about my upcoming plans for the holidays, and having a Q&A segment about my life and podcasting journey. I made it to the season finale of Talks with Tatiana, as you all can see. It has been a journey, and it actually feels so weird to say that I did 22 episodes and a whole season worth of content with seven guests and everything. It's crazy, all in the matter of six months. And I'm also just really proud of myself because last year I kept saying I want to do something big in 2020. I just want to do something worth remembering in 2020 because I will never be alive for a year like this again. Like, for example, I won't be alive for like year 2121 or year 2222. So I definitely wanted this to be my year. Now, 2020, um, she came swinging. Um, I wanted 2020 to be full of memories, but nothing at all could have prepared me. I don't think anyone for the memories 2020 brought because, yeah, this year was rough. So in episode 10, my journey thus far episode, I had a recap on the behind the scenes of getting my podcast up and running and my journey podcasting. So if you haven't already, please go and listen to that because on that episode, I also did a recap on um, episodes one through 10 and why I chose to do an episode on each of those topics. So now I'm going to try to do just a shorter recap of how the podcasting journey is currently going, and then I'll share with you why I chose to speak on the topics in episodes 11 through 22. Then later on um, the episodes, I will go into a recap of how my year went since the year ends in just a few weeks, and I will also be doing a Q&A as well later on in the episode. So my update for how my podcast journey is going is about the same as before, except I see myself just continuously growing. I've grown to realize that recording some of these episodes and writing those long captions on the podcast social media pages have become my therapy. I have caught myself in the middle of recording or writing and being like, wow, like I needed to hear this myself. (laughs) Um, It's like I'm giving myself advice um, and also to my audience and I never realized like I'm giving myself much needed advice um, during times that I didn't even know I needed it. So I'm helping others and also myself. And sometimes it also feels like I have a chance to just vent and let out everything that is weighing on my heart. So that's one of my favorite parts about this podcasting journey. And ever since ninth grade, I used to write myself letters about things that were happening in my life. And I would save them to open later on to look back on my journey. And so with this podcast, it's like I still get to do that. I still get to document my life just in a different form than letters. And just seeing people share posts or comment or leave a review, it just makes me so happy because these are just complete strangers feeling touched and moved by me. Um, This podcast has also really just came in handy for my schoolwork as well. I've had quite a few assignments this semester where I'm like, oh, perfect. I can talk about my podcast here or I can talk about one of the topics from my podcast here. And I've also been able to incorporate the topics that I've done on my podcast into events I've done with my organization ladies. Like I recently had an assignment in my strategic writing class where I had to record a short podcast episode and it was so convenient because I already know how to do it. Like this is what I do now. So it makes me feel really accomplished that this podcast is actually beneficial and impactful in many aspects of my life. 
I love seeing the number of followers I have just continue to grow and seeing people spread the word and communicating with other podcasters and my audience. It's really fun doing that. Um, podcasting for me has been so much fun, but it also, of course, just like anything in life comes with its bumps in the road. Um, sometimes it can become stressful because when you're really passionate about something, you just want everything to go well, but that just always isn't the case. Um, there have been times where I have to work around other people's schedule and even having to work around my own school schedule and the ladies organization schedule just to fit in time to write and record and release these episodes and social media posts. So it can be a bit much because I have to be able to prioritize. And also to be completely honest, I sometimes have so many other things just going on in my life that I start to draw a blank on what topics to cover in each episode, but I just really get to thinking and it'll eventually come to me. Um, when I started this podcast, it was over the summer when my schedule and other people's schedules were lighter. But when the school semester started, that's really when it became a little bit harder to manage. But I knew giving up on this podcast would never be an option. So these past few months have definitely had its ugly moments behind the scenes. <laughs> um, definitely for sure. But I persevered through it and I mean hey Talks with Tatiana is still standing and doing as strong as ever so yeah this podcast is definitely like a part-time job for sure but it's so worth it at the end of the day and I know my hard work will pay off some of it already is paying off so it's all worth it. All right, so now into the behind the scenes recap of episodes 11 through 22. So y'all can really get an idea of why I chose to do an episode on each of these topics. And again, episode 10 has the behind the scenes recap of episodes one through 10. So episode 11 was my Just Because Day episode. The reason why I did that episode is because I really started to become interested in doing episodes for national days or months. So things like National Just Because Day or National Mental Health Month, um, things like that. And when I recorded this episode, it was a week before school was starting again. So I definitely wanted to use that as a day to talk about self-care and spreading acts of kindness because I knew many people were also about to start back going to work and school during the crazy times of this pandemic. So I just thought having an episode focusing on kindness to yourself and others was much needed. Also, in general, spreading random acts of kindness is good for the soul. Um, I had also wanted to use that episode to shed light on other podcasters and shout them out for all their hard work and support they've shown as well. Episode 12 was a memorial episode for the actor Chadwick Boseman. I was kind of on the fence about doing that episode because when I recorded it and released it, it was only within a few days after his passing, so I didn't want to step on anyone's toes with that episode, but I just felt like I had to dedicate an episode to him. He's done so much for the culture, and I felt amazed that he really mustered up enough, enough strength to execute every role he played while being so sick, and he deserved to be honored, so I wanted to do my part by dedicating that episode to him. Episode 13 was my The Ambition of Gen Z episode, and I was inspired to do that episode because about a few weeks prior, my organization ladies had an event on Zoom where we invited college students who were small business owners to talk about their small business. And during that event, that is really when I sat back and thought about how Gen Z is actually full of go-getters. There are so many innovative and talented people in my generation, and I think sometimes because of the dumb and reckless things a few people in Gen Z participate in, people let that outshine the good in our generation. So I just wanted to shed light on something positive about Gen Z because we are not all that bad. I will keep 
defending my generation for as long as I can because we are really not that bad. <laughs> um, episode 14 was my develop good habits for success episode. I wanted to do that episode because a lot of my family and friends always compliment me on how well I am able to budget money so they thought it would be a good idea to do an episode on it so I did and I feel like especially since a lot of younger people listen to my podcast I feel like it's important for them to hear from a person around their age the importance of saving money and budgeting instead of splurging and understanding that you have to be able to put money towards your necessities before your wants and also just learning the concepts of self-discipline, organizing, and prioritizing is a reminder that everyone needs, which is why I also included that in the episode. I mean, no one is going to live a perfect life, but just at least having some type of structure in your life can be helpful in the long run. This episode was also recorded around the time where the Breonna Taylor verdicts and everything was happening, so I thought it was very important to discuss her and educate people on intersectionality during the Let's Discuss portion of that episode. Episode 15 was my self-confidence advocate for yourself episode. I felt so strongly about doing an episode on this because I feel like more than ever in college, I've had to advocate for myself because people, whether it's professors, other students, or whoever, seem to try you because they know you are a young adult and you're still learning the ropes and you're away from home and your parents and they think they can just run over you. So that type of stuff really teaches you how to gain enough confidence to speak up for yourself and to speak up for what is right, even if it's towards someone older than you or of higher authority than you. And that's why I also wanted to tie in the concepts of being able to express your feelings and create boundaries with others. And this, and this episode also happened to fall around the time Supreme Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg passed away. So I thought it fit really nicely to honor her life and legacy because she used her self-advocacy to help women. Episode 16 was my Empower Over Enable episode. Now, this episode was definitely near and dear to my heart because the amount of enabling I've seen in my lifetime is ridiculous. It makes me just angry because I want to see people grow and flourish. And a part of that is knowing when you are wrong, owning up to it and taking the right steps to change that behavior. However, if you have someone there that enables you, you're never going to learn. And just watching enabling and bad behavior being encouraged and condoned just never sat right with me. So that's why I wanted to make an episode that discussed the fine line between helping and empowering someone versus enabling them. Episode 17 was my Be Open-Minded to Younger Generations episode. I was very hesitant about doing this episode because I just knew I would be stepping on some people's toes with this one, but I felt like it was a topic that needed to be addressed. And what is the purpose of me having this platform if I'm not going to address certain taboo topics? This episode was about how Gen Z isn't all disrespectful, and I think Gen Z really does bring something new to the table that is very different from past times, and a part of that is allowing ourselves to, um, or not allowing ourselves to get straight up disrespected or speak up for ourselves when something is wrong no matter who it is. I definitely wanted to bring up the gender stereotypes in that episode because that's a huge part of the problem that many people try to overlook. And so I just felt like an episode that addressed this was helpful in trying to get older people to just take the time to listen to us for once. Episode 18 was my Women's Small Business Month episode. Now, that episode had audio and visuals that were also put out on YouTube. Um, the quality was a lot better on that episode than my last audio and visual one from my college experience episode 9 one because I finally had a better quality microphone and ring light. 
Um, I had already knew I wanted to put together this episode when October came because at my internship last year, we celebrated Women's Small Business Month for all of October with events and things. So I knew I wanted to shed light on women in small business and I knew the best people to do it was Rukia and Nicole. Um, Rakia is my go-to hairstylist while in college and I work with her on the ladies e-board because she is the president of it so we've become very good friends and Nicole is um, my mom's old co-worker but my mom and I used to order like custom items from her all the time and I became close with her too and I've just done business with both of them and they're very strong independent hardworking women who I absolutely love and admire so I knew they'd be the perfect speakers for this episode and reaching out to them to do this episode was of course a breeze because I knew they both wouldn't mind doing that for me but Oh my gosh, y'all, I will never forget. The day of recording that episode was so beyond stressful. I had to actually get my hair done by Rakia that morning, which took a few hours because I was looking rough. Um, I had to do a quick grocery shopping run to meal prep for the week. I had a project due that I had not even started on. And me and Rakia both had to be on a three hour Zoom call for an event we were hosting for ladies. So I was literally running around like a chicken with his head cut off trying to get everything done before we did the recording because I didn't want to keep pushing recording back since I had already agreed on that date and time. And it's very difficult to have multiple people be available for one date and time since everyone has their own schedules. So I had no choice but to make it work. Um, but it worked out in the end. Recording with them was a blast and I got a 100 on my project. So all was well. Um, and please don't forget to support these women. They're both on Instagram at honey.styles with two S's at the end and at Cole's Charming Creations LLC. Episode 19 was my Breast Cancer Awareness Month episode featuring my aunt Cindy Williams. Um, I know on this podcast I talk a lot about taking care of your mental health, but Taking care of your physical health is very important as well. Cancer is such a terrible and unfortunate disease, and it's so important for people to be aware of the signs of it. And this is why I knew there could be no better person um, to speak on breast cancer. My aunt, aunt Cindy is the real life superwoman like she has gone through a lot in her lifetime um she's gone through breast cancer twice ovarian cancer um several other forms of cancer and is currently fighting cancer that has spread in multiple places in her body she's had heart disease she's been a victim of domestic violence like I mean she's had to carry a lot of weight in this lifetime but she has always been so strong and caring and loving and she has like one of the strongest faiths I've ever seen um she is just absolutely amazing um so yes that was such an informative episode and also a very powerful one as she was very vulnerable in expressing her journey so if you haven't definitely tune into that episode that one was also an audio and visual one that can be found on youtube you can also follow her on instagram at loving cindy and cindy is spelled c-y-n-d-i and on facebook at william cindy she also has a foundation coming out soon which i will keep you all posted about when it's completed but it's called my breast my heart foundation episode 20 was um definitely a bit of an unexpected episode but it was my presidential election episode I was actually in the works of recording the topic I used for episode 21, but then when I found out the news about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris becoming president and vice president-elect, 
I was like, wait, yeah, I have to talk about it. Um, there was just no way I could just skip past that. I, I mean, I was going to record an episode prior to the election about the importance of voting, but I last minute decided to do a video for that and post it on the podcast social media pages instead. But anyways, finding out about Joe Biden and Kamala Harris winning, it was emotional because being Black, a woman a young adult and a college student, I knew I needed people in office that were going to take that into consideration and not someone who couldn't care less about the young people and minorities. And it was just the amount of history that was made in that moment was so powerful. The first woman and then woman of color at that to be vice president, I just still can't believe it. So I definitely had to use my platform to speak on that. It was just too monumental. Now, I will admit I was nervous because I didn't want to come off as biased or offensive. So that's why I kept that episode short so I could get straight to the point about the entire election without stepping on anyone's toes or anything. Episode 21 was an episode I had wanted to do for quite a while, but I was just trying to figure out the right things to say because I wanted it to be motivational and informative, but I also wanted to share pieces of my life without getting too deep and personal. So that episode was the Breaking Toxic Cycles one. And I just feel like I've always had this conversation with people that I want to break certain family cycles because I genuinely do. There are cycles that I never even want to be introduced to my future children. There is a lot of generational trauma that people face and it's a taboo topic that I felt like was important enough to address. And I also included the toxic cycle of societal norms because there are societal norms that are harmful to people's development, which adds on to people's generational trauma. And I actually teared up a little bit recording a part of that episode because again, this podcast is therapy for me. So when I was actually recording it and speaking about it, I was like, oh wow, okay, yeah, this is a little deep. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, I think my generation will be the ones that won't stand for the cycle of generational trauma and the toxic, unfair societal norms that have been placed on us, those cycles will run out with us for sure, or at least with many of us. And I really enjoyed doing that episode for sure. And lastly, this episode here, episode 22, the season finale, I just felt like I owed it to my listeners and followers to close out the season finale with a recap and Q&A, so this is why I'm doing this episode. If you missed out on any of those episodes, please tune in. There is so much important, interesting, and entertaining information that I've shared in those episodes. So now I'm just about to hop right into a recap of how 2020 was for me. Some of the things I mentioned, I might have already mentioned in episode 10 when I did a recap of my college life, but I'm going to try to bring up as many new things that I haven't mentioned yet um, because 2020 was filled with so many unexpected twists and turns. So here we go. Um, So I don't even know where to start. (laughs) It was wild. Uh, 2020 has been so insane (laughs) that there are things that people are saying that happened in 2020 and I'm like wait what I was like that happened this year like mm." (laughs) because literally every month felt like a brand new year so I feel like some people are messing with me because I just think there's certain things that just couldn't have happened in this year I feel like it happened later I mean like in the past but it might have happened this year um so I mean like of course I guess we can start with New Year's January 1st 2020 you know started off pretty normal I went to church with my family and they served food and played music and we had a ball drop and popped fireworks you know the usual um 
But then literally the next day there were rumors about there being a World War III. And I was like, what? I was like, the year just started. Like, what do y'all mean? Um, but I just kind of pushed that to the back of my head because I was just hoping there was no way that was true. And then, you know, as I've mentioned before um, in episode 10, like my roommate surprised me for my 19th birthday this year and decorated the entire apartment for me, which really meant so much to me because I am a very hard person to surprise. I'm very nosy. Um, so for my roommates to even be able to pull something like that off really meant a lot to me because I was like, wow, like y'all really thought of me and you know, y'all made it all pink and rose gold and y'all know those are my colors. So that truly meant so much to me and being able to spend my birthday with a group of people that cared for me after going through pretty much a whole semester before having a crisis about not having a set group of friends and then having a group of friends celebrate me for my 19th birthday like that meant a lot to me and it was like my first like adultish birthday so that was just everything um and then we had the Australian bushfires which I thought was extremely sad um, especially seeing them having to like get the animals and stuff um, I'm very much uh, emotionally attached to animals so seeing that on the news was really emotional for me and it was a little scary because I was like okay like the world is kind of burning a little and I, I was worried I was like okay um, but that was really sad I was like okay we're only on month one but even with the Australian bushfires happening in the beginning of the year it still didn't prepare for all the other crazy things that was gonna happen um later on but thank you to all the firemen and everything and firefighters that really just went out there and sacrificed themselves to take that fire out um, and hopefully we can get some of these fires under control because it's getting a little ridiculous now, but, um, and then also at the beginning of the year is when the podcast started coming in the works. That's when I started talking to my uncles, um, about logos, like looking at different logo colors and logo designs. And they obviously came out with the most perfect logo that I could have ever even imagined. So that was um, a really positive thing. That was a really positive thing that happened in um, the beginning of the year as well. And then also being able to finally come up with topics for the podcast and being able to figure out what exactly I wanted my brand to be. And then that's kind of when 2020 really started taking a turn because shortly after that, is when um, the Kobe Bryant death happened. And that was just a huge staple in I think many people's 2020. It was one of those deaths where like you remember exactly where you were when you found out. I remember I had just finished watching um, a new movie and I was telling my mom about it. I was like, oh my gosh, like, I cannot believe that movie was so crazy. Like I was just, you know, texting her, typical Sunday morning. Um, and then I knew I had some assignments due that day. So I was working on my assignments and in the middle of me doing my assignments, I checked my phone because I was getting bored and I just needed to take a break from my assignment. And I look on Facebook and one of my aunts, she shared this like, post it was like a screenshot that was like Kobe Bryant um dies in helicopter crash and I'm just like okay look I truly didn't believe it like I just knew it was fake like you know I just knew it was fake I was like I didn't even budge at it I was like okay yeah like who made that up that's so terrible someone would make that up like what was your purpose in doing that and also this particular aunt is not the best at getting the most like reliable sources like she's definitely shared some things on Facebook that were not true so I'm like okay yeah no this is one of her typical like not true articles but then I was like you know well hold 
Omicron just in case. Let me check TMZ because, you know, I feel like TMZ is like that staple like news source where if they post it, then like, you know, it happened because like they have all the like behind the scenes to everything. So I immediately went to TMZ and I saw it on TMZ and I was like, oh, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, wait, what? And then I went to my next source, The Shade Room, and they had put reportedly. So I'm like, okay, what, like, what happened? I'm like, wait, what? And then literally within a short time span later, I'm just keeping like refreshing my social media and finally reportedly was out of the, like, it was like, no, it's confirmed. Like this happened, Kobe Bryant died and then it was one of those deaths that like, it just kept getting worse. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't just like, a, okay, yeah, Kobe Bryant died in the helicopter crash and then that's that. It was like Kobe Bryant and five other people died. Then it turned into like nine people. Then it was like, okay, wait, it was just him and all his daughters were on the, uh, on the helicopter. And I was like, oh my gosh i just like was stuck for a minute like i just was like there is absolutely no way that kobe bryant and all his daughters were on this helicopter and died then it turned into okay kobe bryant all his daughters and his wife and i was like oh my god like i just felt so sick as each article came out i was like oh my god i was like i can't and then finally it came out like they had confirmed that it was Kobe Bryant and his daughter, one of his daughters, Gianna, not all his daughters, and then um, the rest of the people that were on the plane. And um, just even to hear that about like the Atolbi family, like a whole family died, a mom, a dad and a daughter. Like I just I was stuck like i had a wonderful morning i had just watched like that new movie and was having a really good morning and like my whole day just like shut down and i knew i didn't know him i knew he was a celebrity but it was just like wow it's just like someone so monumental just in a like snap of a finger gone and I think it hurts so much because just a few weeks ago, I remember just a few weeks prior to that, I had remembered watching him and um, Gigi at like the Lakers basketball game and stuff. And I was just like, it was like the cutest little video of him explaining what was going on and stuff. And I just, you know, I had remembered even before that, like, you know, Vanessa Bryant posting um that they had just had their um next daughter and all this stuff and so it just felt so surreal and um it just devastated me and just to know that like just the extent of how bad that crash was um just to find out that like they had to literally do like fingerprints and stuff to even figure out whose body was whose like that was oh my god and when the autopsy report came out I don't even know why I looked at the autopsy report because that just I mean it just blew my mind that that happened um and to this day I can't even believe it like I'll anytime I see it on my social media I'm like this just does not feel real like it felt like the world stopped it did it felt horrible and all I could think about was these families because it's like that's a fear that you do have you know people are flying you do fear like you know what if that happens but then you don't think it's gonna happen until it does and you have to get that phone call and it's like it's just to even receive a phone call that your mom dad and sister died or to receive the phone call that your dad and sister died or your husband and your daughter died. Like, that's just like, I can't. I was so, so broken. Um, and then like a few days later, um, one of the girls um, here, like at UF, there was a girl here who had got literally, I think 
two or three days after Kobe Bryant died, um, this girl here at UF got hit by a car and she passed away. And so I just, I was, yeah, that was it. Like that week, I just was in a place where I was numb. I was so emotional. I was like, what just happened in the time of like two, three days? Like everything was just fine. And like Kobe Bryant just died. A girl here just got hit by a car. I was like, what? I was like, yeah, I was broken for a, a good minute. Um, and so thankfully I had a friend take me out to dinner and the restaurant actually ended up paying for our food, which was a really nice gesture, um, which was very much needed during that time. Because as I mentioned in my um, minority mental health awareness episode, I'm not good when it comes to death at all. So being surrounded by death after death had me so mentally and emotionally drained. Like I was not okay. So um, thank God that I had a support system here for me because I was not okay. Um, but yeah, that was definitely uh, the part of 2020 that shook the entire world. And I felt like was a really huge staple in how the rest of 2020 was gonna go. Um, and you know, there were many other shocking, completely shocking celebrity deaths um, that happened as well. Um, just to name a few, Chadwick Boseman, um, Representative John Lewis, Supreme Justice um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, recently the actress Natalie Reed, um, Alex Trebek, um, Naya Rivera, um, Pop Smoke, and many more. And so we really do, we honor you and rest in peace. And I am so sorry that you guys had to suffer through what you guys had to suffer through but I know that you guys are in a better place and yeah um and I know there were quite a lot more celebrity deaths that definitely did happen um but those were just to name a few that I could remember um and it was just the crazy thing is is the majority of the celebrity deaths this year were very like intense like it wasn't your normal like you know like deaths like it was like pretty like young people or like middle-aged people and like things like with Naya Rivera like drowning while her son was in the boat and like Pop Smoke getting like shot while he was just you know in a home like away from home and so it just it's so sad that like people had to lose their lives the way that they did this year um and of course you know we you know honor and hope that these people rest in peace as well the many people that died from the pandemic because so many people and it didn't have to happen but you know when you have somebody who doesn't tell everybody you know what's going on till last minute that's what happens unfortunately and I just hate that innocent people had to get the short end of the stick because of that and um, so we I definitely honor and you know hope that the families of people who have lost loved ones during the pandemic are doing well um this year was also the year of many Black Lives Matter protests and that's you know it's so sad that so many like racist deaths happened this year that led to these protests but i feel like the world needed this moment to have these black lives matter protests because i feel like in the past it's always been a moment in time like it's always just been like okay we're gonna do this protest for like a few weeks and then it's over but people put their foot in these protests this year and I appreciated it I appreciated these people getting educated on like no this is what happens 
this is what's happening in our world and for gen z to be such a huge part of it that meant a lot to me because i'm like okay my future might be kind of bright you know um because we have people fighting for us but unfortunately it also revealed a lot of people's true colors because it just turned into a matter of politics and stuff and it was like this is like bigger than that this is like about humanity and just being a humane human being like that's it and um so it it showed a lot of true people's colors for sure but those protests were needed and i i'm very proud of everybody who showed up and showed out who used their platform who used their voices um and i think that we like it america needed that type of awakening we did um some people learned from it others didn't but it was still just needed i do want to mention just a few of the names um from this past summer and just in 2020 in general um george floyd ahmaud aubrey brianna taylor um and then the one that unfortunately ended up happening um here or in Tallahassee where I'm from and she went to my high school um Olawa Toyin Salau um it was just extremely sad that these people had to lose their lives the way that they did but um I hope that you all rest in peace and um uh, even um, a young college student that I recently went to high school um, with or that I went to high school with she um, had recently just got killed in a um, by getting hit by a car um, so I feel like yeah 2020 was just surrounded by so much death and so much pain it was so heavy this year so um, definitely just rest in peace to everybody who lost their lives and um, as far as the Black Lives Matter thing, like I said, it was much needed to happen, these protests. And I'm glad that a lot of things came to light about racist companies and racist people. And I'm just glad that a lot of things that needed to come to light came to light. And um, even just about Juneteenth, you know, I've always kind of, um, Juneteenth is one of those holidays that's like automatically in your calendar on your phone, but I always kind of just like looked past it because I was like, I don't know what that is. And so I'm glad that this year, even I was educated on things about the Black community that I did not know. And I'm glad that I was able to educate my non-Black roommates and my non-Black friends and just being able to come together and help each other out so yeah that was good on to some lighter things now i gave myself a few challenges this year um at the beginning um i mentioned this in episode 10 but um i joined ghq radio which is the local student-ran radio here in Gainesville. And I was really proud of myself for taking the initiative to join that. And even though I didn't get to fully experience it, um, it was still a nice experience for the things that I did get to do and the things that I learned. And the people that I was in the class with, they were super nice. Um, and learning how to rock climb I really enjoyed that I actually kind of miss it because I haven't done it since I think March of this year and I think it's because the rock climbing thing is closed now which I can understand because rock climbing has a lot to do with you touching things and multiple people touching them and it's kind of hard to like have to sanitize all of that so I understand but it was really fun and I was proud because I do have a fear of heights so I just used to kill it and um, a lot of people that I went rock climbing with were really um, inspired that I was able to rock climb with like acrylic nails on they were like oh my gosh like how do you like stay on and I was like you know when you wear acrylic nails long enough like you learn how to maneuver through life so it wasn't that hard um and it felt like very powerful to just be able to like 
just climb up, get to the top and just persevere. Like it just feels amazing. So I recommend rock climbing for anyone. It's a lot of fun. Um, and then of course, like this is when I met the football player. That was a very interesting experience. Um, <laughs> yeah, like I said, he was not who I thought he was going to be. Um, but yeah, I felt like, I guess not honored, but I felt surprised because I just went into, I was the one that went into college. Like I am not even about to try to date an athlete because I already know what it is, especially at a D1 school. No. Um, but then yeah, here I am football player. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And then, you know, I had ended up inviting him to like the Valentine's day party that me and my roommates hosted and everything. Um, and that night was a pretty good night. Um, I feel like I enjoyed 2020 because I got to do a lot of, um, just like adult things. Like my first like adult kind of like birthday, like away from home and like my first like Valentine's day away from home. So it was just like nice to have that experience. Um, and then, so shortly a little like before Valentine's day, um, this one is a bit of a trigger warning, um, for, um, a trigger warning for suicide. Um, so if you like, don't want to hear about this, like you can skip past this part of the episode, but, um, and I have permission from this person to share this story, but late at night, like the wee hours going into Valentine's day, my guy, best friend of five years who still live in Tallahassee um and I was I'm in Gainesville for college so that's like two and a half hours away so there's nothing I could do but he called me suicidal and um like he called me and he just sounded really out and really sad and I was like you know what's going on and one thing that my mom has kind of instilled in me is sometimes you have to be a little plain and just kind of acts like straight up like if you're close enough with the person like are you like feeling suicidal because it's like you know you need to know sometimes before you just kind of assume that they are okay and then it's too late and so when I asked him that and he said yes it really shook me because I have never known him to even have like any type of emotion like that ever and any other time I've asked him if he was like you know mentally okay like feeling suicidal or anything he would say no so for his answer to be yes and for him to just mentally be breaking down like that on the phone I went into just shock I was like whoa okay um and so Shreya, you know, my roommate who was on my minority mental health episode, she thankfully was up and we were able to just sit in the living room on FaceTime with him for just hours. And we were just talking and talking and just trying to get him to understand that like, it's not worth it to take your life. Like we were trying to just really sit there and figure out the root of the problem, figure out what we could do. And just, we you know, were able to help him get through that night. And it was rough because I've never in a million years thought I would ever have to deal with something like that. But I'm grateful um, that he felt enough trust in me to come to me. And, you know, I, that's why, like I said, I never, you know, fall asleep with my phone on do not disturb or anything. My phone is always on for any time of the hour, if anybody needs to call me in that type of situation. Um, and so please, you know, check on your friends, your strong ones as well, because you just never know. Um, and that was a, a wake up call for me to make sure that I check on my strong friends more often. Um, because it's just like, I didn't expect that from that friend. I just didn't. And so, um, yeah, definitely check on your strong friends. That was a rough night. I like stayed on the phone with him like the whole night and everything. So 
yeah just please check on your strong friends that was rough um but got through it he is doing so much better now so thankfully we were able to get him through that time in his life um and then somewhere um along the line i actually do hope that he can come on the show he said he might so look out for that possibly um he'll maybe come on the show sometime um but also somewhere along the line this year um i think the president got like impeached but then was acquitted yeah that happened in 2020 yeah okay um, i have to like really think about that sometimes because i'm like i don't know 2020 seems like one big blob sometimes so um but yeah that happened this year too um and then um and then he had like a warrant out for his arrest in like another country too that yeah this year was wild um and then um you know, like I mentioned um, in my episode 10, I got to go to the Florida Invitational Step Show um, where I got to watch like the Divine Nine um, sorority and fraternities um, do their step show and I got to dress up and I got to do um, a different hairstyle. I did a bob, which is like a short hairstyle and I never do short hairstyles, but it ended up looking so good. So I got the, you know, I kind of stepped out my comfort zone quite a few times. Cause even for my 19th birthday this year, I um had like dyed like blonde like hair and stuff so I yeah I stepped up my comfort zone a lot in 2020 so I'm kind of proud of myself um but that was a really fun event that I went to um I got to go to um a Tory Lanez concert um it doesn't seem as um monumental anymore because uh with the whole situation he's in now with like shooting Meg Thee Stallion so it's a little awkward now but you know before all of that happened it was a pretty nice concert to go to so um and for the tickets to be cheap because it was like student tickets and stuff like that was very beneficial too because i was like okay i didn't have to break my pockets for this event but um and then of course me and one of my close friends linton um we went to visit um some of our friends in a city that's a few hours away from here, which was a lot of fun because once again, this was the year where I got to do a lot more adult things and I've never really gone on a vacation with just friends without adult supervision. So that was a really fun weekend. And um, like mind y'all, <laughs> like as I'm naming all these things that happened at the beginning of the year, like I was living my best life all while I was struggling in this like one grammar class and I'm just still living my best life as my grade was low key deteriorating, but I still ended up passing the class with a B at the end of the semester, so it's okay. Um, I, I did good and a B, not a D, a B. Um, just to clarify and um I remember like the grammar class I was in at the beginning of the year it was the worst like I struggled in that class so bad and it was so frustrating because I was like I want to be a journalist and if I don't have like good grammar I was like what am I like supposed to do I can't like be out here as a journalist writing terribly um but the thing about it is that um it wasn't just like your typical grammar it was like you had to like literally know exactly where to put like a comma and like a semicolon and just like it was like so it was so much deeper than like your typical grammar like just things that you would never think of that was important it was important so yeah that was a very intense class probably one of the most intense classes that I've taken here so far at UF um and the midterm oh yeah and the final oh it was a nightmare I am just very thankful that I made it through that class um and then, you know, like I had mentioned before, like, you know, when I was dating the football player, I got invited to the football formal and I bought a dress and accessories and everything for it, but it didn't end up working out. And so I ended up, I'm trying to still figure out another occasion to wear that dress to. So, um, and the accessories and everything, cause it was so cute. And then the same guy best friend from the suicide incident, we ended up having our biggest falling out 
this year. Isn't that crazy? Like, I'm telling y'all, like, 2020 was so wild. Like, you go from, like, having an emotional moment with somebody and then, like, a few weeks later, y'all fall out. Like, it was, yeah, yeah, a lot just kept happening. Um, and then, like, that same night that we fell out, the situation we fell out over was so deep and emotionally draining that I was just so emotionally hurt and sad that night because I just couldn't believe that that happened between us and so um I ended up having chest pains but I don't think the chest pains necessarily was related to that I think it might have been like asthma or something else too but this was like right when COVID was like COVID cases were just starting to rise and like come into the United States like it was in March so I'm like whoa wait hold on like my chest is hurting um and I've had like chest pains before but they go away but these chest pains were like intensifying and I was trying to take like a hot shower I was trying to put like an ice pack on my chest and nothing was working and I was like oh my gosh I was like there's no way I have this virus I was like there's no way and I just kept trying to avoid going to the ER by like any means necessary. And then finally it got to a point where I couldn't take it anymore. And I was like, okay, I have to go. I have to go. And um, my roommate Shreya, she took me and it was very scary because like people had on masks, like they had a limited amount of people that could even be back there with you. So I had nobody back there with me because I wanted to save those spots for just in case my parents wanted to come back there. Um, so it was um, scary because I was like, I hope I don't have this. And then I'm glad that when they did the scans and drew blood and did everything that everything was fine. But um, I don't know where it came from. Maybe I was having really bad like heartburn or something, but I'm glad everything came back okay. But it was still just really scary to be in that situation and I remember I cried a lot that day because I was like I just I can't I was like there's no way that I have this virus so I'm glad everything came out good like the test results but I don't understand to this day what happened and why I had chest pains like that because I thought that I was maybe having a heart attack or something I didn't know but never ignore when you're having chest pains like seriously like even if everything comes back fine, just like still go to the ER and make sure because yeah, that's nothing to play with. Um, and then all in that same week, that's when UF, they had like, they announced in the email, they were like, yeah, so we have like four COVID cases and they moved all students online for the rest of the semester. And I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, yep. I was like, I did not expect all of this to just come flying in like this so um I was just not ready for that literally the guy that the football player that I was dating he ended up leaving like that same day because I guess like in the football programs in college like they have a travel agent or whatever and so he was able to get a flight like literally hours after that email was sent out so I didn't even have time to like spend the rest of the day with him or nothing like he was out so I you know took him to the airport and everything and it was just really sad like I was like what's going on I was like why is life just like doing this to me right now um and I just I definitely fell into a depressive episode that week because I was just like wow this is just yeah a sad time right now that we're in like I had no idea what was going on none of us had any idea what was going on at that point I didn't realize how bad it had gotten until that email came out so I was scared and sad and um me and him we argued about it because he just wasn't understanding like he was just more like I mean hey I mean at least I'm home it's cool with me and I'm like okay well I'm sad I'm emotionally drained right now like can you support me and he just wasn't um and of course like the football formal had got canceled and it was just like everything that could have went left went left and then of course we eventually broke up literally within like two weeks or so of us having to get separated because of the virus so that was that we did not stand the test of a long distance relationship through coronavirus um and then in general like yeah really af yeah af like during March and after March is really when 
the coronavirus just took over the world. And um, I never in a million years thought it would get this bad in the United States and never thought I would be alive to witness something like this. I never thought that I would be wearing masks in a store and just that becoming a normal thing to see is people wearing masks. I never thought that I would be sitting there um, after just a small little trip to the gas station having to wear gloves and sanitize everything. It just, it's crazy to me to this day. Like sometimes I think that because I'm just always in my room or in like at home sometimes, I don't really remember that it's happening. And then I walk out and I'm like, oh yeah, like we're still in this, okay. So yeah, it's something that's mind blowing. And I had to like clear out everything out of my internship op office and everything because like everything just was canceled. That was it. So it was just really unfortunate. This concludes part one of the season one finale episode. Please stay tuned for part two.